Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's podcast, straight after a bank holiday. Hope Flats is all right. Hasn't drunk too much. Not he's like. Welcome to the Phoenix Club. How are you? Yeah, bloody young over, aren't I? It's Tuesday morning. Uh, we couldn't do it yesterday. It's too much bank holiday stuff to get on with. Um, yeah. Family first, I've always said that. Unless there's a massive gig. Unless it's a World Cup year or Lions year. Then. Yeah, or a Six Nations gig or an Autumn Internationals gig. Unless <laughs> there's rugby Premier- on. <laughs> or Pro 14 or Premiership or a dinner or a lunch. Um, basically, it's family first till there's a fee. That's what. That's just. Let's just be frank about it, shall we? Mm, there's a decent fee as well. Yeah, yeah. Because I ain't going um, to bed for anything um, that starts with a one. <laughs> what if it's one million? <laughs> Two. <laughs> what if it's ten thousand pounds to do one podcast? Ooh, that'd be nice. You know, it? you know. I'm a mercenary, um, mate. I'm a mercenary. Who am I trying to kid? I'm a gun for hire. <laughs> <laughs> what for hire? Yeah. You Have know. you watched the end of uh, Mayor of Easttown? Yep. Had Come. a straight choice last night, boy. SAS Who Dares Wins or Mayor of Easttown? I watched them both. And do you know what I did with SAS Who Dares Wins? Go on. Well, one, I fast-forwarded the breaks because I'm a pretty clever guy, but also... Um, fast forwarded some of the chat that goes on when they're talking about themselves. You just can't relate, can you, to people having emotions? No, no. Just I just want to see the the milling, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you fast forwarded people telling their stories. A little bit. A Fair little enough. Bit. Fair enough. Yeah, you, uh, it's your right as a, oh, only, as a only two player. weeks ago, mate. You were saying it was like X Factor, and you were only hey, only two, no. I'm not dissing you for it. That is your right. Well, um, tell your tone of voice that, please, mate. Because no, the thing I what like I would it. say is that genuinely the stories they don't add much to it for me. 
like they don't occasionally one will come along and it's like whoa that is really punchy but quite a yeah. lot of them i actually i can relate it's like it doesn't add anything to the program it's like you're you're going so far down that route now that actually we're getting away from the brutality which was the sas training which was kind of the reason we all tuned in some but stories are unbelievable though mate you think about that the 40 year old guy who's in there played football and oh yeah that one yeah, that's the one i'm talking about yeah like ooh. there are some but i just some of it i just want to see him in pain mate basically i didn't have loads of time because i was tired and i was wary about getting up early and i mean it's super early guys um we are 903 right now am yeah. <laughs> and um i needed to get at least 5 hours sleep so but it was good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed last night's SAS with Desmond's. But I enjoyed even more episode seven, the series finale of Mayor of Easttown. Oh. What an ending. Oh, so good. She is so good. I She's love her. Brilliant. She's I brilliant. And that's Kate Winslet, okay guys. Kate Winslet. Um the one yep. thing I would say that I didn't like about her. Oh, here we go. Series, here we know, go. What? Let me guess. Like it was it. the mole under her nose and the mole on the top of her lip. Yeah. No, it's the walking, the hiking boots she wore everywhere. Oh, I thought you'd like that. Oh, I like a good walking boot. You know that, but not every day. I thought, come on, they're not. You don't want to be lacing those all the way up. They're like eighteen hole DMs. Mm. Lacing those up every day before work, you wouldn't yeah. do that. It's like going ice skating, isn't it? Every day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't put your bowers on, your roller boots mm. to go to work. Um, what what a television show, Tommy. It was brilliant. I she hope he gets the credit it deserves because it was well written, well executed, well casted yeah. and a great ending. Do you know what? Her mum was a brilliant character mm. as well. I, I thought mean, at I the start that was Kim Cattrall. I thought, oh, wow, yeah. she's aged. Wow, wasn't. God, no, yeah. Her relationship with her mum was really funny. There's some real funny bits in there, wasn't there, of those two? Yeah, very good. I hated her at times, her mum, but she was ace. And there was, we don't want to, no spoilers here, but there's kind of twist after twist, wasn't there? Mm. Yeah, but it's also about something you probably need to listen to a little bit and take note of. It's also developing as a human in it, wasn't it? You know, we saw people grow. Says the man who fast forwards people's sob stories on SAS Who Dares Wins. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I knew I knew last week when I saw the Millen. I thought oh, that's going to be good. So I had a horrific childhood. God, you'd be terrible at that job. <laughs> you'd be terrible. Oh, uh, tell me about yourself. Yeah, the the uh, yeah, I haven't I've got that to look forward to, but. Okay. I can't watch you till tomorrow night. Mm, busy. Half term, isn't it? Half term. Christ. It's half term's great. Although I did um I've already it's nine it's nine oh five now where we are. And I've walked to the shops already down the road, the local shop, and two bad things have happened. One is that I forgot to wear my little smartwatch because the steps mean nothing. Okay. And it's probably about two thousand steps I did this morning. Mm. Left at eight, got back at eight forty-five. Um, so I'm annoyed about that because they don't count. So you can't but post it online. You can't have a genuine sort of step. Yeah, exactly. Online. It. Yeah, you can't have oh, an asterisk. God. By the way, I did two thousand extra steps. Yeah. I just forgot. Yeah, I don't want to go to my pedometer app and then press share. Yeah, and you did three thousand steps at three a.m. last night. That's not bad, mate. Well done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so 
uh, but the reason I went to the shop so early was to find some sun cream because I I burnt my children yesterday. Oh, oh, mate, it's. I didn't it, think your I, children could burn. They do burn, yeah. Oh. They're like me. They're dark skinned and they mm. tan in three minutes, but we all burn. And I burnt both of my kids just under their eyes. They're, and I put a load of special stuff on last night. I've got Miracle Cure because I've done this before. Mm. And um, luckily, it's barely visible this morning, but I felt so bad. Yeah. Mine went out so. at the weekend. Um, for well, I, I counted. Well, I looked at my watch and it was sort of four minutes basically outside and they burnt as well on their legs. Genuine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. um, now, I've actually had a, my, I had a great my, weekend, mate. My kids want to see your kids, by the way. Yeah. They were talking about it yesterday. Yeah. Big time. Um, so I sort it out. I had a really good weekend. I had a result of a weekend, basically. Go on. I was meant to be going to Belfast on Friday on my own to cover Premier Sport, Ulster versus... The game Friday night. Scarlet's no it was Saturday afternoon, three o'clock. Mm. Um, overnighter, oh. two overnighter because I couldn't get back till what? Sunday. And <gasps> we had planned we were going to go for a few beers in Belfast and watch the Champions League final. Um, just myself, Stevie Ferris. He was sorting the beers out. I think we were opting for twenty-minute pints <laughs> for an hour. Yeah, uh, three an hour for four hours. A couple of the production guys. Um, Big Gav Muldoon. It's a little bit weird. He is, but thought I'd bring him along because you always need someone to go and get the drinks, don't you? You know, you need a minion with you. Yeah, you need someone to handle the kitty. And, I mean, um, obviously, there's no kitty, but yeah. Colm Stafford was going to be coming down and yeah, he, he was the one paying. So, again, useful. Um, but uh, four Ulster players were tested positive mm. for COVID. Yeah. So the game was called off, but. The result being was that I got to spend it with my family all weekend. So, who's the winner? COVID, me. COVID, who's the massive loser? And I know you love your family and you've got lovely family and all that, but fella, you've got, how old's, how old's your little boy now? He's two and a half and he's had tonsillitis three times in six weeks. And you've got that instead of basically three days away with mates on a f- with a few beers and a yeah, bit but of work. Hashtag dad life, hashtag love it. Fine. <laughs> you poor bastard. You poor bloke. It's okay. It's okay to be honest and say you were absolutely devastated. No way, mate. In the weekend no way. Family. No way. I don't feel like that. But even if I did, which I don't, I would just bury it downstairs, uh, down, downstairs inside, until it just sort of, until it turns into dust and then comes or out. Or until you explode. But uh, it was actually a lovely day yesterday, so we went for a little cycle. Um, he's got a little seat on the back, went down the bay, um, and ice cream. There's a big wheel down Cardiff Bay, you yeah. know, like like the Millennium Wheel in London, but 10 times smaller. Uh, yeah. And we went at that, and love me, fell asleep on the seat on the way back. Head going everywhere. Oh, oh yeah. It's like Churchill, you know, the little dog in your car, Churchill. Head yeah. goes, moves around, or a little hula girl. He was like that on the seat. Then he gets home, wakes up, and he's an absolute nah, git for four hours. Back, put him straight back to bed, mate. Well done, Just boy. Like, yeah, little little baby whisperer I am, available. Well done, boy. Um, but that was it. That was it. Watched a, watched a bit of rugby. Loved watching the Champions League final on Saturday night. And, mate. Yeah, what was it like? Now, I know you, you played this down a bit last week when you said, oh, you know, crowds were back and it was okay and 
whatever. Um, you mentioned you were at game last week and mate of mine sent a picture of you with the four blokes you were chatting to before game. I can't. That's all I can remember about last week's pod. But, mate, crowds back. It's amazing. Yeah. Sport is different. Yeah. It's completely, it's completely different. It's so different, mate. You know, you, you can you can see players feed off it. You can see yeah. there's there's so much more excitement in it. You know, everything becomes highlighted. Everything becomes different. It's It's been brilliant to watch. I love watching the Premiership um, over the weekend, the Gallagher Premiership. Champions League final was amazing. Just listening to the pundits talking before and they having to shout again because people were singing so loud. Mate, fans make sport. I had to tweet that at the weekend. 100%. It's nothing yep. without people being in the stadium and making noise. Yep. It was just it was just a period we had to get through, wasn't it? But they're back now. And did you see did you see I think I retweeted it, the the pictures from the Indy five hundred motorsport in um America, the crowd. Oh, it's an a massive crowd. I mean, even five years ago without pre COVID it would have seemed like a massive crowd, but now it just seems Yeah. Like almost incongruous. It's like, whoa, that's a big crowd. Um I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Um, Indy 500 is that where they just go around one track the same not one track but they just is go the, around is that the Indy 500 that's NASCAR isn't it I don't actually know the answer to that okay I don't know the answer I think it might not be actually you know it's um, just it's just a circle track not a circle but yeah well they you know do have I mean? NASCAR don't they where they just turn left yeah so presumably they have different tyres on the right well you say that cars, but if you've seen Cars the movie it's turn right to go left no you've lost me I haven't seen it you drift Oh yeah, drifting. Yeah, okay. I did a. I'm not going. I'm not a name dropper. You know that, but I did do a, a drifting day with Chris Hoy uh, last year. On, on what? On a road bike? On a no. Oh. In a car. Oh, okay. In race cars, and he's some driver, my boy. Is he? He's he's yeah, he's pro standard driver oh, wow. as well. Annoying, isn't it? And he does all these cooks like he does briskets and stuff, and he nails everything. And it's just oh, like to be a night. You know hey? what? To be get a something night. wrong, mate. And then you meet him and you're like, because he's super nice, Chris Hoy, Sir Chris Hoy. And you think, well, sometimes these super nice guys are like, right, if I had a brand or a company or a movement or whatever, and I needed an ambassador. Ugo? That would be my guy. Oh, no, it, it, that would, well, Ugo too. That would, Chris Hoy would be my guy. And then you think, yeah, but with a lot of these super nice guys, there's no edge. You know, there's no edge. They're just a bit vanilla, yeah. but not, not Sir Chris. He's uh. actually... Ace Company, like if you had a night out, just you and him. Do you reckon he'd do like Jager bombs? He's, he's, I think he'd, there's every chance he'd do the lot, and mm-hmm. it's just not an ounce on him. Yeah. But he'll have a bit of cake. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you not surprise me? Last week, I did. Um, since you're asking what I've been up to, on um, on a, uh, I did a bit, of, did a bit of filming for Land Rover last Tuesday, which was really nice to see the crew again and all that. Uh, but that was on my own. But on Thursday, I did some work with other people mm-hmm. uh, for Vodafone and did um, shot this this TV ad stuff for the Lions trip with Vodafone because I'm a Lions legend. And mm-hmm. um, and Sam Warburton was there, and he, I don't know how to explain his body, right. It's different. Like I haven't seen. I don't know if I've seen another. And when he was playing, it was the human penis beaten up. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you say that? Uh, 
veins and stuff, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I guess so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's good. Well, that's good, actually. But his arms, oh my God, oh my whales. They're just enormous. And it's like, yeah, but I look at him and I'm like, I said to him, yeah, but I look at you and I think, yeah, but you don't, you're no fun, mate. You're no fun. You don't eat anything fun. Then the pizzas arrived at our lunch break. And he's smashing in pizzas, smashing in BLTs, Greg's breakfast baguettes. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck off. He, he would have planned that, though, mate. He would have planned that as being a cheat day. Yeah, but still, if I do that, I'm three stone heavier. Yeah, but you do it every day. Not yeah, just that's like, true. Not just once every 10 days or once every seven I days. Do, I do 13 cheat days and then a good day. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but it was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I've, I've not seen many sets of arms like that. Okay. Like normally, what we all want to say is, "Yeah, well, he's taking something, isn't he?" So you're saying he's, he's a such a, he's a great bloke because he ate a pizza. No, but Land just, Rover. Do you know what? I'm really I'm really pleased that he eats bad stuff, but in the same time, he doesn't eat bad stuff all the time, mate. He's no, but you shouldn't eat bad stuff all the time. He's getting it right. Yeah, we're getting yeah. it wrong, fella. Because we're well, Hold you're on. you're you're a greedy pig. <laughs> I just had a bowl of Alpin, actually. Exactly, you're a disgusting desk. pig. Sugar free. I remember my mum, my parents having friends over when we were kids. They came to stay and they'd only just got there and we were chatting away and somebody mentioned Alpen yeah. and someone said, well, you know, you know when there's a, when it's a, basically, you know when it's a fat, when a family's a fat family because they've got Alpen in the cupboard. Yeah. Literally opened the cupboard and we had three boxes of it. It's like, yeah. I've got, I go for the blue um, bag though. Yeah. It's the sugar-free, but now it, it, it's not that great for you. It's processed oats. It's those of raisins, but. Is it? It's better than Cheerios, I think. So or I had a so I had a thing flakes. the other night. I had a con- professional conundrum on Friday, Tommy. Yeah. I had a mate come over for dinner with his wife for a barbecue. Oh and, no! And then he said, "Oh, I'll tell you what, we're popping into Dom's." I said, oh, "I'll tell Dom to come over with his with bring Dom and Tiggy. Yeah, there's, there's enough food for six, and we'll be fine." And then I was like, "I'm not going to be able to watch. There's two game two games on on Friday night. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to watch those." But no one can do Thursday night. So I'm just going to get up or watch the games before I go to bed. And I text everyone, you have to be gone, not too late, because I've got work to do. And I'm leaving at 8 a.m. to go to Quinn's because we did the live game on Channel 5. Yeah, watched it. Quinn's Bath. And we did the highlight show around it. So we had to get there two hours before and whatever. So we did all that and stay late. And it was a long old day. And I knew that was coming. And basically, quite a few, well, a few beers in. Um, I popped out to turn the barbecues off and stuff and close the vents, came back in and they had the whiskey out. And Oh, you like whiskey as well, don't you? I did actually, really nice, yeah. yeah. And um, quite grown up. And so then it was one of those ones where you basically go to bed at about one oh. and your alarm is set for five and you have to get up, oh. sneak downstairs, you don't wake anyone up, watch two whole games of rugby, come back upstairs, shower, jeans and shirt on, drive to London. And I was like, this, I brought this on myself. You blindsided yourself there a bit, but with a year we've had... Stop, mate, I, I had to stop drinking, you see, because I knew I was driving. So I was like about half nine, I had a can of beer and I was like, I better leave it there. And everyone else having a great time. And I had a lovely time, don't get me wrong, Tommy. But I thought, do you know what? I haven't done this for so long. Exactly. Do it. Exactly. You deserve it. It's okay being tired for a day. I mean, did you catch up on sleep? Saturday? You can't catch up on sleep, I had saw once. Okay, well, did you have a nice sleep once. Saturday? Yeah, I did, Tommy. Yeah, I did fine. Um, 
And the rule was, uh, my girlfriend said, right, you've had a very long Saturday, so Sunday morning, you've got basically until until 11am, um, I will be a waitress, basically. So I'll bring you toast in bed, coffees, that sort of stuff. And at quarter past nine, she's still asleep. <laughs> so I said, sorry, it goes it goes till, t- I was awake at seven. So I was like, right, it goes till midday now. Mm. So I did get bra- uh, smoked kippers and poached eggs in bed. Oh, wow. I'd love to find myself one of them. Um did have, I to wash, did have to wash the bed linen because I've got kippers on it and it was gross. But anyway. I cooked some nice food at the weekend. I cooked some short rib beef, eight hours in the Traeger. Yep. Delicious. Yep. Tell me about them because I ruined some on Friday. Tell me how you did them. I downloaded the Traeger app because they've got lots of recipes on there. And yeah. I put them straight onto the grill, 120 Celsius. And yep. then after... I Kept checking the internal temperature of them to what it was saying. I think it was like 160. Then you go I, Fahrenheit, don't you? Like the, like the US mm, style. Yeah. I know. Well, it was 120 Celsius. I don't know what the internal temperature was, actually. So, yep. um, And then I wrapped them in foil uh, with yep. a cup of beef stock in there and then put them back on for two to three hours. How were they? Hmm. Moist, squelchy. Well done. And then the following day, I I found some chicken supremes on Field of Flower. Oh, I saw those. Oh, they look nice. Yeah, lovely. The short ribs were from Field of Flower as well. But I cooked them like in a sticky sauce. So, again, I just looked up up on Google, found like a, a honey soy sauce, smoked paprika, in there, some garlic, some ginger, marinated them in that all day, and then just cooked them on the barbie. Now, I understand my, my actual my gas barbie needs a clean. I understand that. Um, I got a, a bit of abuse about the the state of my grill. But Oh, so I don't clean mine. I need a new one, mate. I need a new gas barbie. Mine's perishing away. So at some stage, I'm going to have to... Buy one on credit. No, what you do is you go on and say, hey guys, hey tweeps, um, looking for a new gas barbie nah, for the summer. Got no you listeners. got any recoms? Got no, yeah. You're like, all the brands, mate, they'll be flocking in. Yeah, I know. I just... I remember once... Um, it's a term, isn't it? It's called you... doing a flatman. I just can't bring myself well, to Shut do up. It. <laughs> no, it's not. I got the other day, I got like... So what somebody was like, uh, I don't know what I did. It was like, oh, you got that little freebie? No, it wasn't. And I actually, I mean, a while ago, I did go through a phase of actually taking pictures of receipts and covering up my details, blacking out my details and saying, I'll pay for that, mate. And he's like, oh, you got that for free? No, pay I for didn't. that. Pay for that Mars bar, mate. Don't get it. Yeah, you got free. that meat for free. No, I didn't. That grill. No, I, think I do. I have got some grills that I got for free. I've also got grills that I bought. Um, and the whole reason I got I got given a Kamado Joe, was, which I did get given a Kamado Joe a few years ago, was that my Kamado Joe, basically, um, I... Lost lost a Kamado Joe in a marital separation, which was a source of much amusement between me and my ex-wife. But it, in the end, it was like, well, I've it's being held hostage, and I mentioned it to my mate, and I'd paid full price for that Kamado Joe. So he's like, look, mate, tough times. We'll send you one, and that's great. So now you know, I love the guy. Um, but you know, people, oh, pe- right. it's a it's a weird thing where. So guys, listen, like if you want anything for free, go through a divorce. Get basically. divorced, <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
but now I'm like I'm at the point where I've got I've got on the subject of gas barbecues I've got like what I think genuinely is the ultimate gas barbecue it's the best one I've ever seen oh here's the plug no it's not a plug it's being held (laughs) it's being held no I pay for it it's being held hostage in my ex-wife's garage about 30 seconds from where I am now down the road and it's been hidden behind some and I said to her, I reckon you're deliberately stacking things in front of that so I forget it's there. No, no, no. I know it's there and I'm taking it one day. No way. I want to keep that one. Never never used a barbecue in her life. It's being held hostage. I'm going to get it out one of these days when I borrow, I'll borrow the van. What are you going to, uh, well, you're going to have to trade, aren't you? Something, maybe. For one of the kids? Yeah. I'll just have, I'll just, when I have, have because I have the kids all the time, and it's like not not like and I'm saying I have the kids full time, but they're here all the time. Like they're downstairs now, the little rats, and I'll just say, look, I'll only have one of them for the next year, and the other one I don't need to see the other one because she's a bit rude anyway. Everyone's got a favourite, I get that. You know the younger one, she's a bit obnoxious, isn't she? So she she's a nice kid, but she's a bit punchy. She's like I would have been probably a bit too a bit arrogant as a kid, so she can just stay with her mum for the next year. So she, so your ex-wife has got the. Komodo Joe, Kama- oh, I've not said it right, have I? Komodo Joe. Komodo Joe and the yeah. gas barbecue. Yeah, uses neither. They're in the garage. Oh. Just wants neither has seen the light of day. Still wants a little bit of power of you. Exactly. Exactly. You got the house. Can I have the barbecue? No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, right, I'm going to have those. But actually, at the moment, I've got really nowhere to put them. But, um, you know, I have also, I've got, a, I've, you know, the... Um, during lockdown, when you're not earning any money and you're thinking, mm, this is a bit precarious. Where's you life buy, going? You, you buy things. I basically, and you were like, oh, I bought this little bit. I bought these dumbbells. I bought this bench. Nah, I, use, I use them, mate. What I don't use is sushi making kits. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But I didn't I didn't buy that many silly little things. What I did buy, um, having, you know, stopped earning for quite a long time and wondering where my life was going, was a Big Joe. I bought a Big Joe, um, Kamado Joe, the massive one. Yeah, that you basically don't need. Um, I thought you said you got it for free. Off your no, mate. I didn't get it for free. For hard times. No. no, I bought a different one. I bought another one, a bigger you, one. So you got you got one free, and you bought a bigger one. Yeah, okay. I've also got a junior one that I bought as well. Yeah, okay. which I bought years ago. I bought that years ago. Okay. Um, so years ago, I bought a normal size one, and then about a year after that, I bought the mini one. Which, yeah. to be fair, then you got a free one. Yeah, and, and now I've ordered the big one, one, which hasn't arrived. Okay, and now I'm start, half of me thinking. <laughs> Could I could I cancel that or if I no I've already paid for that okay let's just sit that out it hasn't arrived yet and I'm thinking oh god is that because you're doing like you your girlfriend and your two kids all like to barbecue at the same time and you do a little class <laughs> do you know it's 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 um someone's been using my barbecue someone's been using my barbecue <laughs> <laughs> there's different there's different ways to look at it right it's ridiculous I know that but it's like hey mate we've all got hobbies yeah if you you know I'm over the years I've as you know, like my probably my number one like obsession in life is not barbecues and it isn't rugby. It's I love those two things, but cars are my thing. Like I'm absolutely yeah. obsessed with cars. Yeah, and yeah. when I wake up, when I wake up in the morning, I might have a look at Instagram, whatever. But my the first thing I look at is like a car auction website to see what's come on. I never buy them, never buy them. But I obviously, but I love them. I love cars, and um, I think I've done really well over the years. Not to buy loads of cars I can't afford which is something that people do yeah. I've resisted doing that but I have paid I have bought barbecues that I don't need quite relentlessly for the last five or ten years mm. but you see I've got 
I got this massive joint that doesn't quite fit on the Kamado Joe. So I was like, well, I'm going to get a new one, get the big suckling one. Suckling pig, is it? Can't quite, yeah, can't it's quite a whole Labrador. It on. It's a whole Labrador. Uh, it's a Chesapeake Retriever. So, you know, I sort of think, well, some people gamble. I don't. I don't mm. go on crazy holidays. I don't do drugs. I don't drink huge amounts of booze. This is my vice, really. So it could be worse. Okay. That's my way of it. That's my yeah, way of justifying listen, it. Listen, once we're gigging and we're doing Q and A's and what have you guys, and you come along, I'll actually tell you Flats' proper vices, all right? Because what he's um, what he's going through right there, it stinks of BS. <laughs> Should we get into some rugby? Yeah. Um, let's not spend all day on it, boy. Because it. You no, know, no, no, no. It's we... Tuesday in it, and I've got and I've got to get my kids to tennis club. Ready for the break? Yeah. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. So Quinn's and I've forgotten who they're playing. Who were they playing? Bath. Bath. Yes, of course they were. Um, love that game. Love Quince's attitude as well. Like, yeah, we're going to leak tries, but we're going to do our best to score more tries than you. Yeah. Like, I don't mind that at all. I'd rather, like, one million percent watch a team like that than a team that is scared to make mistakes and are just quite happily take penalties and win games by three points. Yeah. Yeah, the way Quinn's player it, it's just they bat their they bat themselves, they bat the skills. Um, they know they're going to mess up, but they can also finish tries and be absolutely scintillating at times. Yeah, and you know, after the game, one of the question Durders, for example, asks, "What's he wearing on his feet?" Sorry, flats, horrendous. Oldest pair of Stan Smiths I've ever seen. But the thing is, ah, this is this is an interesting point, Tommy, because Durdas basically has about four items of clothing. Yeah, one and Durdas is class. He's old money. He's proper class. He's not like you and me. You know, if if he had a six pack and massive arms, he would still you'd never know because he's so modest and humble. He never wears flashy stuff. He's got well, one. What's his jacket he wears, mate? Montclair. Well, yeah, but yeah, but that was bought by ES, ESPN. 12 years ago and he's had it repaired he has it repaired at the end of each season because it's got holes in it he doesn't buy anything new because he he says he once did an interview on stage with Prince Charles 
and he came on and he had this like threadbare tux and these old shoes that look like they've been resold 12 times and he's like that is class fix and reuse you know yeah. old money no need to show off so that is Durders to a T and those those trainers will have been with him for 15 years and that's yeah. how he does it yeah that's how he does it I quite like it um but he, he the, the question he asks is you know Quinns are in the semi-finals which is brilliant can and they're great to watch can they win a semi-final playing like that and it's like absolutely no chance mm. but then we interviewed Alex Dombrandt and said asked him and said right you're great to watch I asked him can you win a semi-final like that and he said no no way <laughs> you know so they are aware that they can't beat you know you can't you won't you won't you're very unlikely to beat one of the top three teams defending like that um so they basically left themselves a complete defensive. They've got to give themselves a complete defensive overhaul in five minutes. Otherwise, it's difficult, though, they ain't going to get to a final. With the way you play like that, uh, you can you can change up your defence a lot of the time. But because the way they play is loose and wide, there are a lot of turnovers. There are a lot of gaps. Um, it is quite difficult sometimes to be able to play yeah. as loose as that, yet have an unbelievable tight defence. But, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, uh, but they're so good to watch. Wow. Yeah, I mean Marcus Smith. Yeah, he's got to be with England in the summer. Yeah. Has to be, hasn't he? There's got to be a bit of a change of guard, I think, soon. If you look at England with players that are just performing week after week, year after year now, I mean, you can't overlook players forever, can you? Or nope. can you? Or can well, you? Or can you? you? You can overlook them for long enough that they eventually lose form, like every player does. But then. When some of the players that Eddie Jones has picked religiously lose form, he just keeps them in. Mm. So <clears throat> I love, you know, love watching Elliot Daly when he's playing well. But you cannot tell me he has been in a, in sufficiently good form to get picked for so long. And he's the sort of guy you, you you wouldn't leave him out the match day squad. I don't reckon very often because he's so good in so many positions and he's such a talent. But it's like we what kind of. You know, it, there's no there's no way in for anybody. Um, Billy Vunapola is another one. This is all we've had these conversations, but it it hasn't mattered that they've lost form. They've just mm. been picked consistently, and you need a bit of that as England coach because you need you do need consistency, and you need big sets of shoulders that other people can look to and rely on because they've been there and done it. And you know, even you know George Gregan wouldn't have been on form for all of his caps. Neither would Richie McCaw. So you do have to keep picking certain people, but. There are some players that are just ripping it up so much that you're like, how do you leave them out? I will say this to you, Flats. How is Henry Slade not in the Lions squad? Here's the thing, right? Mm. All the Lions have had their jabs. If he doesn't take his vaccination, if, if he doesn't accept a vaccination jab, which he said he wouldn't, and we don't have to get into all that, but if he does, if you he doesn't if accept you want, it, mate, I won't. They can, but, but presumably the Lions won't take him. So no I wondered, idea. apart from anything else, has he done his Lions chances if someone gets an injury? Has he done his Lions chances a bit of damage by saying he refuses to be vaccinated mm. or doesn't want to or something like that? Mm. Yeah, um, maybe, because... I remember thinking, mm. I mean, a game's called off in Pro 14. You know, it's, it's actually not going to be rescheduled, but most of them have been. And you've got to find a gap in the season, haven't you, to, to replay these games. Or, yeah. or you just... It's nil-nil and the opposing team is awarded four points. Or the team that isn't responsible is awarded four points. But how do you go about that on a Lions tour? Because you're just not going to have the time, are you? Nope. You know, if, if there's a case of COVID in in a squad, then... It's Red Rover. It is Red Rover. And there's not much time. Well, when are you going to replay it again? Yeah. 
It's so those boys going out there, they have to be so careful. Like I think if I speak to Jason Leonard, if they want to go out for food, they have to take over the whole of the restaurant. No one else is allowed in. All the staff have to do um lateral flow tests or PCR tests. Mm. You know, you you just cannot risk a case. Otherwise it's gonna jeopardise the whole tour. Um Yeah. Yeah, so I, mean, I wonder if I wonder if point. that is a is a reason. But I mean he was brilliant at the weekend. Like Wow was he good. Just incredible. Simmons scoring tries again, you know, just increasing his he's got what's he got? Three or four more games to yeah. add to that total, which will be a long, long time I think before we see that broken. But my favourite try, the one that just typifies Exeter was off the back to Alex Cuthbert with that a really good game, cut back inside, kept driving his legs, kept riding tackles, bouncing tackles, um, and then it was just real quick hands, tap on, and then Devoto, who I thought had a brilliant game really, um, mm. different to, I think he was more, he, he became more of a playmaker in that game than I've seen him. You know, mm. often he's hitting strong lines, and we know he can play, um, and he'll put the ball back behind him. Um, a 13 back to the 10 but his distribution was really good the weekend his vision was good as well and that little mm. grubber through for Slade um, last minute had looked to pass nothing on put boot to ball and Slade's pace Oof. he's just he's lightning he's a, he is a lovely lightning. lovely player isn't he but that was just there was a bit extra. in the I think it was the, I can't remember what half it was in but there was a bit where Henry Slade picked up a bad pass it got a bit loose yep and he was tracking back, and someone they were people were passing on rubbish passes, and he scooped it up, and the the Newcastle players were flooding forward, and there were like two or three defenders flooding towards him, and he just did one dummy, yep. beat one guy, and just whipped it away behind his back, and before the next defender got to him, and it was like that is vision. You could such vision, Instincts. and you can't you you. I don't know how you'd coach that. No. Maybe you could, but it's just like wow, that is so classy and. You heard the fans that were there just clap. It's like, wow, that, yeah. is just, that is so good. It is good. But yeah, mate, I think they missed the trick, the Lions, not picking him. But a lot can happen now. There's still a lot of time. Yeah, um, I, I agree. I agree they've missed they've missed a trick. Um, but I, but they, I mean, horrible day for Newcastle, a long old journey home. But yeah. uh, the, the Saints-Wasp game was interesting for a few reasons. One, um, Tom Wood's, try Tom Wood was really good at the weekend mm. he's in really good form but his try after to my eye and my eyesight's good I had it tested recently very very good actually like an eagle but um to my eye a very clear knock on from Dave Ribbons at the at the line out knock on Tom Wood steams through on it and scores because it's a five meter line out and it's like I it almost couldn't be clearer that that is not a try yet that goes against wasps and you know so you like we can't blame Northampton but it goes against wasps and then Dan Bigger does a really silly unnecessary just swinging arm into Jacob Umanger's head uh, sort of shoulder neck head area clearing out a ruck and it's one of those things that people were like well if that had been if they dealt with that properly he'd be missing the lines to no he wouldn't it's nowhere near bad enough for that but you've seen yellows given for less yeah. um, and it was like that was really it was it was a silly little moment, completely unnecessary. The, the ruck was nothing. Umanga was nothing to do with the ruck. Umanga laughed. It was such a glancing little blow. But mm. he was like, "What are you doing, mate?" Um, but it was kind of like that, and and it wasn't even TMO'd. You know, it wasn't even TMO'd. And you yeah. think, well, 
Well, you see why Lee Blackett's a bit annoyed there. Yeah. There's there's challenges going on in in Pro 14. You can have a captain's challenge for foul play any time, and then you can have a captain's challenge in the last five minutes of a game for any decision, and it's killing yeah. the game. It's it's a it is it's is really it? bad. It's you know you're forensically going over a game looking for any instant whatsoever for um, you know tries or cards to be given. It's yeah, I don't like it at all. Um, okay. But that's interesting. I, that I that, don't. That, think, that would have been challenged. You see. Yeah, I mean, in the in the act of scoring, um, that's okay. But or for foul play, but not for any decision on the field. I don't think you yeah. should be able to do that. Um, yeah. Because if you did that in a, in a game, an actual game, you know, you'd never ever finish a game. You stop start the whole time. Uh, there was. A yellow card and a penalty try for against Jacob Umanga. Um I agree with the yellow card. Yeah. He was offside. I'm not sure it was a penalty try because um, who is it goes down? It's Atkinson goes down on the floor. Atkinson. I mean, as the ball as the ref blows up that, and Northampton players dived on the ball, which means he's got to get back up. Also, Atkinson can get back up. It wasn't a clear cut penalty try. Uh, I think they're very lucky to get. Her. Seven points for that. I, I I thought, yeah, it's almost like the, it's almost like the last defender rule in football, isn't it? Mm. It's kind of well, if you're last, if you're the last defender between the attacker and the goalkeeper, and you foul, then it's a red card sort of thing. It's almost like that old rule, but it's yeah, yeah, a bit like that. But but yeah, that was that's you can't argue with the yellow. But no, it just felt it felt like a few things went against wasps. Actually, for, for yeah, a few things went against wasps. Um, Gloucester London Irish on Friday night was mm. although it was a thirty twenty eight. I mean it. You know, it wasn't it wasn't the best game of rugby uh, I've ever seen. Mark Atkinson was mega, mega, mega good. He's yeah. such a good player. He's yeah. such a good player. Um, Totes agree, boy. Yeah, really good. And Sale battered Bristol. It was only twenty two twelve, but they how physical them was that? that? That was it. Was like a <clears throat> it was a game of chess, wasn't it? You're just waiting for one team to fold or, or one team to excel. Basically, you're just thinking, right? Can Sale keep going defensively against Bristol, and can Bristol? keep plowing on the pressure against Sale in attack yeah. and you're just thinking at some stage one team is going to have to fold and to be honest I thought it, it would probably be Sale I thought you know it's difficult to, to keep up defensively you know the line speed they were doing the aggression they were doing I thought it would be more difficult than it would be for Bristol to carry on their attack which they do relentlessly during games but mate so good the Dupriers wow they've just got to be called up they've been um so yeah, his chat isn't there. Has to be. I just like John Luke Dupree in the second row, mate. He's a monster. He's a monster, and he's I mean a proper that in a monster. Positive like, term, nice possible word. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I do actually. But he's he's brutal, and it, I, you know yeah. we we we've known that since about the second or third game he played that he's super physical. But Alex Arneson did an interview about him a while ago, and he said you've actually part of the thing with a player like him, the coaching as coaching a player like him is you've got to tell him what not to hit yeah. because he doesn't get tired of colliding. He doesn't get tired. He's got a massive engine. He's a massive man and he's very, he's got lovely technique in the contact and he's got really high levels of aggression. Like 30 years ago, that meant he's smacking everyone. Mm. Now it means he's smashing people. You know, it's, it's all legal, largely legal, but he's like, you've got it. You've got to, if you want him to last, you've got to teach him and coach him what not to hit. Yeah, because he will just plow into everything. A bit like Peter Steph Dutoy with Springboks, he's 
you, we did a player camp thing during the World Cup. Yeah, but you watch him, and he literally goes around smashing into everything. Yeah. And now and again, you see him think, I'm just going to leave that one for someone else. And then bang, 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 you know. <clears throat> Bounce Nathan Hughes well the weekend. Don't see that very cool, often. Yeah. No, I haven't seen that before. No. <coughs> yeah, I mean, he's, they are fantastic, those boys. And they've got so many fizz. And Akka van der Merwe, like, she's yeah. the... The units they got up there. Oof. How good was the finish from Johan Lloyd? Oh, Tommy. Because he gets put down the right-hand touchline. I'm thinking, right, if you pause it, you're thinking, if you go for the line now, there's a chance you're going to get in. You know, if your technique's good, you're going to have to dive, get your legs in the air. But then he sort of cuts back inside, and you're thinking, whoa, what are you doing? Yeah. And then he stops and goes back out again. It's brilliant stuff. It's quality stuff. It's instinctive, completely instinctive. You know, he's just—it's just lovely. It was like Matt Dawson, the '97 Lions, yeah. wasn't it? He's just—I mean, I'm not sure if he knows exactly what he's doing. He's not thinking about that. He just steps in, realizes there's no space, but he's held the defenders, steps back out. Yeah, it was—you don't Beautiful, see many finishes like that, especially Beautiful. you know because he's not a winger. He's a—he's a ten or a fifteen. Yeah, but it just shows you, you know what. What a quality player he is to have that set of skills. The players they got at Bristol, mm. it's almost it's gonna almost be rude if they don't win the premiership. Like Yeah. They yeah. you know, when you got Max Malins and Yoan Lloyd and Callum Sheedy that can play ten, I mean, among others. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, on their days, mate, Bristol, Exeter Sale and, and Quinns. Wow, you know, that's, it, that's, that's a win good it. top four. Um, I still reckon Chiefs. Yeah, I still reckon Chiefs as well. Yeah. Still reckon Chiefs, but I don't know, after sales performance the weekend defensively more so. Hey, Cuthbert's good again, you're right. Yeah, he was good. Whenever he plays these days, he's good. Mm. He's hard, He breaks tackles, doesn't he? He does. He's mate. hard work. Yeah. Big unit. He's got crazy legs, isn't he, when he runs? Yeah. He but he's, he's, he's wiry as well. Like, and often you say like people are wiry because they're quite small. He's not, he's big. He'd mm. be six and a half stone and wiry. That's not a bad combo to, to have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they've they got a lot of good more. wingers down there as well. But I think he, he'll... He's a good bloke, mate, as well. He fit in socially around there as well. Oh, Flatty was excellent again. Yeah, I know. He's some player. He is. Defensively as well, he put in a big shot. Yeah. I doesn't mind putting it about. Anyway, uh, Rugby Overload, where are you working this weekend? Uh, this weekend... Um, do you know? Do you know? Tell me. Yeah, I do know. Oh, yeah, that... Don't forget the so the uh, women's I'll final happened. The, the, no, the women's final happened as well, and Quinns did Saris. Saris were going for the three P and cut the women in the yellow card. Did you? It got yeah. It's actually a really really good game. Shauna Brown is you know these days what happens is that I saw someone talk about this on Twitter the other day, and it's like the actual play, the gameplay, isn't what gets all the attention anymore on social media. <clears throat> and I was like. I was talking to uh, a mate of mine, well, Andy Beater, you know him, and he, and he coaches in a school, in a big school, and he said, our young lads don't watch rugby. They don't watch live rugby at all. They might watch the odd highlights bit, whatever, but it's what pops up on social media. They're the bits they see. So actually you end up with like interviews going viral more than the rugby does a lot of the time these days. And it's they're like, oh, yeah, you know, so you're thinking, well, Shauna Brown's interview will go viral, you know, Joe Marler's interview, Carl Sinclair's, they go viral, but actually the the chunks of the game that we all watch, the games we all watch, lots of people just, that generation, they were saying, and I, the, the mates I had over on Friday night have got 
teenage son? Do they watch rugby? Or they love rugby? Do they watch it? No, they never watch rugby. They like the odd little highlights bit, but it's basically whatever clips are on social media they will see and they'll watch England games, but that's it. And they're these lads that play every weekend, you know. It's quite interesting. Okay. Um, do people actually watch it? But Shauna Brown did a great interview afterwards. She played, she is some player. She's blooming good. This so weekend, tell me what game you're doing this weekend. Gloucester Bath and then up to Saints on Sunday. Oh, nice, nice. Nice. Yeah, Gloucester Bath. It will be good. Local derby. Fans yeah. back at King's Own. Yeah. But not a huge amount on it, is there? Just Doesn't matter though, mate, at the moment. Top eight. Because people are just glad to be there. Be, the players will want to run out in front of a, a live audience. The players will feed off that. You know, they they feel like they're treated to play in front of a crowd. So I think we'll see some good rugby. And Matt, let's, let's be honest now. Full throttle summer rugby. It's got to be. It's got to be the way forward. Yeah, but will it, it ever? Will it ever has change, to be. boy? In terms of a product, what we're seeing in these summer months, the pitches are so much better. If we want to, if we want to challenge for being best in the world in all the hemisphere, we need to play on pitches that are quality pitches um, and firm underneath. Because internationally, all stadiums are the same, basically. You know, yeah, there might be a little bit of rain, but all pitches are the same. But if we want to actually perform better as a as a hemisphere, well, we have to adopt some rugby, mate. We'll okay. be fitter, we'll be faster, the skill yeah. level will increase dramatically. We'll be able to read the game better, um, better game management, all Quite around hot, the though, field. Isn't it? All you don't sweat, do you? It means I can't ever wear blue again if it goes to summer rugby. Just white shirts, Think about mate. that, or I'll just go black ops. Yeah, I might go back up. I might go full yeah. Jason Fox, yeah. yeah. All right, boy. Right. Hey, keep going, all right, fella? Yeah, well done, well done. Um, well done, guys. Keep going, keep yeah, going. Just yeah. send us a review, will you? Like the pod, give us five stars. Twelve stars. And uh, catch you next week. Twelve stars. Cheers, guys. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.